Letters of the Rebbe in volume 7. This is letter number 2099. This is dated the 8th day of year, Tavshin Gimel, Brooklyn. Shalom Abracha. The Rebbe says, I'm confirming, confirming receipt of your letters from the 4th and the 5th of the 2nd, I'm sorry, and the 5th of year with the attached to that letter. And there is, we only start with number two, with base. I don't have number one. This that you write about the deficit, deficit this year, that it's more than $4,000. It says, in generally, there's nothing to get excited about. And perhaps, the Rebbe said, it would be proper to make a special funding, a special collection to get rid of the debt. And therefore, it won't interfere to the annual uh, fundraising and the general income. Or, minimally, this will only interfere in a very small measure. Then, it's also worthy to run this special uh, make a special collection, the special fundraising for getting rid of the deficit. And the Rebbe says that I have already written to many of our institutions, our uh, organizations, that this idea of the income and expense from an institution of my father or the Rebbe with all the titles, it's not like people like they think, think that since there is a lot of expense, so therefore we should minimize how many students we take in so that the expense should not be so high. But the advice for that is to increase more avenues, more pipelines for income. And since before things come down physically, they come down spiritually, and the pipelines, the vehicle for the spiritual income are the students and the study of Kodesh, of the holy subject with them. So first of all, the first thing you have to increase in the influence in the source by increasing the quantity and the qualities of the study and the quantity and the quality of the students. That's your first step. And then to put the effort to bring this down also physically below and then we can understand and it's obvious what the results will be, basically that they will be positive. So now, the Rebbe says, the fact that you write, number three, about the time that the teachers, the head of the learning, occupy in business, so I guess the... uh, 
Uh, the Rebbe wasn't, I'm not sure exactly, but the Rebbe wasn't so happy that they were, on part-time they were teachers teaching the yeshiva. I'm just guessing this, and maybe they didn't have enough income, so they were also, uh, I guess, involved in other business, uh, in entrepreneurs, you know, trying to... Uh, but the Rebbe says, my argument was that that not on the time that you have to be studying in the yeshiva, it's not that the Rebbe apparently said that their mind is not involved, but the Rebbe, I guess, used the language that in the time that they need to study in the yeshiva, they're going out in the streets. But that's not what my argument. My argument is that in their thoughts, they're sort of floating in the markets and in the streets. And the proof for this is because all the necessary things that are needed for the business, it's already there. Soon as they finish the learning, based on the schedule, immediately, instantly, like the blink of an eye, the books are closed, and you're already ready. I'm thinking that the Maltecho here, the Maltecho that I was talking about, that means their clothing, they're ready to change the clothes, their mind is already on the business, and even while they're learning, so that immediately, as soon as it's over, they're out there with I guess with their new change of clothing. I'm not sure what the word Maltecha means. Uh, or similar. And they turn... I just looked it up, Rabbi. It says immediately, instantly, they turn from people that sit in the base medrash to people who sitting on the street corners. And they're, lush, ru- they're rushing to the place that they imagine that it's specifically there, they'll find their livelihood and the livelihood for their family members. So therefore, it's impossible that even in the time that they're studying, they shouldn't prepare their thoughts and the way they're going to speak about the business to which they're going to be turning immediately after he finished the shear. So the Rebbe is talking here to the a business uh, about the Rosh Mesiftas, the teachers, for them being involved in business and not being full-time teachers. Further, the Rebbe says, the amount of time that you spend just on general studies and on exercises over the time that you allow for the holy subjects is mavil, is startling. The Rebbe is saying, comparing the time that the school allots for general studies and exercise over the time that they allot for the study of the holy subject is startling. And the Rebbe uses the Lushen 
Hagam lichbesh es hamalko imi babois. Will you conquer the queen with me in my house? That's the Achashverosh saying when Haman fell to the feet of the queen Esther, and he says, oh, basically in a yeshiva, Lababich yeshiva, in a place where it's supposed to be more emphasis on the holy studies, the amount the Rebbe is not happy with at all is startling. May the blessed Hashem help each and every one of us not to exchange the main of the main with the secondary of the secondary. You know, don't confuse and exchange the most important for the least important. Such an exchange in of itself is not acceptable. Mufrahu. But on top of that, this is not good. It ruins even those secondary matters that are important. By not giving them their proper place, that hurts them as well. As self-understood, with blessing for success in your holy work. Uh, the Rebbe adds over here as a PS. He's also adding that he's adding to this letter the booklet that was published for Lag Boimer that is coming upon us. That for sure you will merit that the public should be able to enjoy it. And the Rebbe says, and as a follow up to this content of this letter, also in that Mimer, and that was published in that booklet, it explains the great importance of paying attention. When you pay attention, that's how the matters will come into actuality. Look in there. The Rebbe says it's known the story of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, in the name of the Chosid. His name was Rabbi Yomin Kletzker. That in one of the... He made the accounting. He went through all the numbers of the business. And at the end, he wrote, what's the total? So instead of writing a number, he wrote the words, Ein oid milvadi. There is nobody besides Hashem. That was the total of the whole accounting. Ein oid milvadi. So they asked him the question, how is it possible? He accidentally, he was so involved in his learning in the Hasidic teaching about that he wrote that out as the total of the spreadsheet of his income and his expense sheet. So they asked him, how is it possible that when you're doing your business, you are occupied in Hasidic thought in, in Dibra Kim Chaim? So he says, he answered it with a foratory. A coach came Since at the time that we're standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're davening and you stand for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Still strange thoughts enter your mind or the mind of Kletzker, meaning by himself. So how much more so when you ask, when you are preoccupied with Kletzker? So for sure there's room that pure and holy thoughts should fall into your mind, to your to your mind. So the Rebbe says, it's proper, it's fitting to explain to all 
Hasidim who are occupied in business of this story. And how much more so to those Hasidim who, based on the wishes of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, they should have been people who are occupied with the spiritual matter, Yoshua Oil. And there are new approaches that these people who should be teachers and study Yeshua Oil, rabbis serving the community in a learning capacity, turned into business people. And the Rebbe says to prolong in this is no need, is extra. So here you see in this letter that the Rebbe is basically telling him about a deficit of $4,000. The Rebbe says, try to make a separate collection for, to remove the deficit so it won't interfere with the annual uh, fundraising. Also, the Rebbe says that um, that uh, he wrote uh, to many people that the Chabad, the institution that are connected with the previous Rebbe, it doesn't work that way, that if you have uh, a deficit, that what you try to do is reduce the amount of students to reduce the expense, but rather the opposite is true. He says to open up new pipelines, the way to open up new pipelines, first of all, it's spiritually, and uh, and then it comes physically, and the spiritual pipelines are definitely connected by increasing the uh, stores, uh, amount of students, both quantity and quality, and also uh, to increase the quantity and quality of the study. And that will come down also automatically when you increase the pipeline, the spiritual pipeline, because the way the flow from Hashem comes first to the spiritual, and then to the physical. And then the Rebbe also has written that he doesn't think that it's proper for the uh, teachers to also be in business. And the Rebbe apparently used the language uh, that while they're learning, they should be, they'll be walking the streets. So the Rebbe says, you did not understand, you know, what my argument was. My argument was not that in time that they're going to be uh, going elsewhere when they're supposed to be. But the idea is in their mind, because since they have to immediately go to the business, so in the time that they are already teaching, their mind is already there, and uh, they thinking that that's where their parnas and everything. So the Rebbe says they're already preparing that, and that takes away from their proper attention to the students at the time that they're there. And then the Rebbe also... And number four says that the way they divided up the times of allotting the amount of time allotted for general studies plus exercising and the amount of time that they left for the holy subjects, uh, Torah subjects, is very minimal. The Rebbe says that's not proportionally proper. And the Rebbe says, don't confuse the main of the main with the secondary of secondary meaning. Know what you're all about. And the Rebbe, as the Rebbe continues in the bottom of the letter, that, you know, you got to pay attention and that's the way you can 
you know, com- uh, accomplished. The Rebbe brings the story of Rebbe Yomin Kletzker that he once signed off his balance sheet with the words, Einoid Mulvadi. There's nobody besides Hashem, and they asked him, How do you get thoughts of Hasidus in the middle of business? So he says, Well, for sure, even if I, when I'm davening before Hashem, I get strange thoughts enter my mind, so how much more that when I'm doing business, I should be able to get this. So the Rebbe says, Explain it to all the people. And especially, the Rebbe says, those people that my father-in-law wanted them to serve as Klei Kodesh, they should have been Yeshua Oyel, they should have been sitting in the tent, remaining in the tent of Yiddishkeit. But now there's this whole new you know, notion of people becoming business people versus that, the Rebbe says, to... It's extra to go into length about it, and uh, Rebbe leaves you with that.